We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the Peyton Chatney Show, brought to you by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready. That's Peyton Chatney. Good to be with you um, here on this. We're taping this on a Wednesday evening, May the 4th. So um, happy, I guess, May the 4th day to all the May the 4th joke be with you day stuff. And uh, happy Cinco de Mayo for people who are watching this on Thursday. I used to work in a Mexican restaurant, Peyton, and, and uh, I was a bartender at a popular Mexican restaurant in Louisiana and, and Cinco de Mayo was the day that you just wanted to, you wanted to work all day long because you were going to make coin that's awesome on that day so uh anyway happy uh, Cinco de Mayo to everybody thanks for being making us a, a part of your week this network a part of uh your listening and, and viewing habits Peyton how are you I'm doing well I'm doing well good all right we'll get to uh get to a number of topics here in a minute First, I want to tell you we're brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, Mississippi, also at therogue.com. It is graduation season. It's graduation at Ole Miss on Saturday, graduations at colleges all over the place this next couple of weeks, obviously. So go to The Rogue, buy any two collegiate products, and get 20% off your purchase. So for the Ole Miss fan in your life, Mississippi State, whatever the case may be, might even be a great time. If it's a high school grad who is headed to one of those schools, you want to buy some gear for him or her, now would be a, a great time to do it. Buy any two products, get 20% off your purchase at The Rogue. Um, get to a number of things with you. The first thing, I, uh, I know you guys played at Arkansas last weekend, and um, I was I had the game on. I wasn't like glued to the audio or whatever, but I heard about the wristbands. And um, I knew that was something special to you. You're a, a Houston native, and um, there was a tragedy at a Travis Scott concert back in November. I think it was November the 7th of 21 out, out at Astroworld. Um, that there were at least 10 victims, maybe more, and one of those victims was close to you. And you, uh, you honored her and her family on, um, I guess, I think it was Friday night. Is that right? Yep. Yep. The first um, day. Yeah. Cause tell me about that. Cause I thought it was a, a really nice gesture on your part. Yeah. So one of my best friends, he goes to Arkansas. I grew up with him and um, him and his sister and a couple other uh, of my buddies and some of her friends were at that concert. And obviously there's some crazy stuff that happened and um, they started a philanthropy for her. It's called pink bows for Madison. Um, 
And I thought it'd be a cool gesture to do because he goes to Arkansas. He was going to be there for the game. He didn't know I was doing it. And I just thought it would be cool um, for him, you know, to be able to see everybody wearing pink. Obviously we can't wear bows in our hair or something like that, but, but um, I thought the pink wrist tape was, was cool. It's the least I can do. And um, it's just a crazy event that ended up happening. And um, yeah, I, this is the best way I could. I, could yeah. happen, I feel like when you hear of something like that, and obviously it becomes national news. I remember that, I remember when it happened, you know, like all the networks were talking about it that night. It's in your town. And obviously, you know, if you live anywhere around Houston, you know about the Astrodome and that's, that's become a big concert venue and all that stuff. When you hear about that, did you think to yourself at the time, I know people who were at that concert? Or? I, I knew uh, kind of like the day after it happened because my very best friend was there too. And he had called me and obviously was just kind of pouring out his heart a little bit and talking about how it was so messed up and then what his story about it all happened. And um, I mean, I feel for everybody. I, I can't imagine what it would be like. I, I wouldn't know what to do if I lost a sibling or something like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's super sad. And, and I think everybody knew. And it was really weird because like, you know, we would talk about it in the locker room before anybody knew that I knew one of the um, victims and stuff. And then I would have to explain to him, yeah, this is kind of what actually happened. Cause I, I remember at first it was like a weird thing about um, like all these different stories of how people were um, being victims and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just, it's a yeah, terrible. At first there were people saying there was stuff in the air and stuff like that. Yeah. And, it, and it was just the crowds rushed and, people fell and it was so crowded and it was kind of warm that night. I think if I recall correctly and yeah, asphyxiation compression, which sounds like it just terrible. Not, I don't know how much I'm allowed to like talk about it. I have no idea. Sure. But one of my, uh, the buddy who explained it to me, was just saying like, he was, he was down in the pile, but happened to kind of escape. And it's like, you literally couldn't breathe. Like he had to run away because I mean, there's like, you know, 40 people on top of each other and everyone's trying to scramble and breathe. Like you could not get any air out. Like it was impossible. And I, I know it was, I can't imagine. I'm see so you did that on Friday. I'm sure you talked to your friend at some point over the weekend. What did it mean to him? Yeah, it, I, I think he went well. I mean, he texted me about it afterwards. He thought it was cool. Um, he didn't know I was doing it. And so I thought that was um, a really cool thing. And, and hopefully even his mom, you know, watching the game on, on TV thought it was, um a cool gesture and we took a picture afterwards with the team and everybody that wore it with him and they posted it on their instagram because they have a whole instagram page for her and stuff now and uh yeah it was cool it was it was a uh, it was fun it was a, a meaningful trip for you obviously you you have a lot of connections at arkansas yeah. beyond beyond that I, I know you have a uh i asked you a silly question earlier in the year about slump busters and you said well, i don't think my girlfriend would like that very much <laughs> um, which i thought was a funny answer and it was a stupid yeah. I was being a silly question. I wasn't being serious, but um, yeah. So your girlfriend goes to Arkansas. Was that, uh, does that change that weekend at all for you when you're up there? Um, I mean, I try not to make it any different. We were celebrating her birthday that weekend too. Cause it was her family was up there. My family was up there and some of her friends, um, whatever we try to celebrate and stuff. And everybody was asking her like, all right, well, what are you going to wear to the game? You know, are you going to wear Ole Miss stuff? Are you going to wear Arkansas stuff? And um, she's closer with, with the old Miss team in general, like just he, she knows all, all of my friends and stuff, but she wore a Omaha undershirt and then a, a 
Ole Miss jersey on top. I was like, all right, that's fair. You know what? Yeah. I'm okay with that. You can do that. That's fair. Um, but she, <laughs> she said she rooted for me at least. So that's good. <laughs> My daughter, Caroline, who produces this show, uh, texted me on Friday and Caroline's not much of a sports fan. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you that. And so I was sort of stunned when she goes, I'm going to the game tonight. And I was like, that's good. I'm glad you're going. And she said, did you know that Peyton's girlfriend is a Zeta <laughs> at Arkansas? And I said, I did. And she said, oh, I'm so impressed that you knew that. <laughs> and I was like, well, good. I'm glad I can impress somebody at this point. So, yeah, I knew it was, a, I told you a minute ago, it was a, apparently it was a big topic um, among at least a handful of freshman co-eds at, at Arkansas that you, That's awesome. that you and, 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 and a girl from Arkansas were an item. I guess you guys were you met from high school. Is that right? We've been together for, for almost four years, four years tomorrow, actually. Um, yeah, we met, she's a great older than me. So I met her going into my senior year of high school and she was being, she'll be a freshman in college um, up at Arkansas. We met, super not romantic at all. I DM'd her on Instagram and we happened to talk and then I got her Snapchat and whatever. It took me, um, I'm not joking. It took me about four or five months just to build up the courage to, to finally ask her out, like out on a real date. Like she, she laughs and talks about like, she never knew that I even liked her. Like I would Snapchat her one picture a day and that was it. Like I, I was, I don't know. I was super nervous to communicate. And finally after four or five months, we went out to get ice cream and, the rest is history. <laughs> Modern love, man. I, I, yeah, that's right? how, I guess that's how that works. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't have that back in the day. You'd, it was back in the day you'd, you'd hit six numbers and then you just try to try to muster up the courage to hit the yeah. seventh. And then you, yeah, you, that would be tough, man. Cause I remember like, I was kind of, you know, stalking her on Instagram beforehand, you know, for a little while. And finally my buddy was like, listen, you, you gotta just do it. Like you have to you know, stop talking about it. Just actually DM her or actually talk to her. And she posted some, some dumb riddle on, on her Instagram. And if you get it wrong, you're supposed to share it with the next person and whatever, whatever. So I answer it. Of course I get it wrong. And then we start chatting on, on uh, the Instagram, like DM part of it. And, and still, even then, like I, I was too scared to, Hey, can I get your Snapchat or anything like that? And so finally she just sends in her snapchat and says just add me already like she knew exactly what i was trying to do she's like just do it just added me i was like all right sweet i got it done yeah that's good that's a cool story yeah back in the yeah you would have you would have not liked it if you had to hit the seventh number and then pray that one of her parents didn't answer the phone because then it's like uh what happened to the years when i was in elementary school and one of her friends would come up to me and say hey so-and-so likes you you know like why can't i just know that come on Know the, uh, know the outcome ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure it was a fun weekend. Your, your family was up there, her family, all that stuff. It had to be sort of maddening from a baseball standpoint, right? You guys played one of your better games on, on Friday. You win. You had so many opportunities on Saturday and then again on Sunday to win games and just couldn't get the big hit. God had so many chances. Is that how frustrating was that? Not just for you, but as a team, just to be right there really yeah. on the cusp of sweeping a team that I think right now is number two in the country or whatnot. You guys sort of had them and, and, and couldn't finish it. It's unreal. We were talking uh, in the locker room yesterday, some of the guys like, if we could just pick 10 pitches from the whole season, just 10 different pitches from the whole season and, and change the outcome of those pitches, we would have a completely different season. Like that's just kind of been um, – 
our season this year, we just keep falling up a little bit short and that's, you know, nobody to blame, but us, but still, it's just like, man, we are literally one hit away almost every time we lose. And it's, we just can't seem to get it done. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, I'd rather lose 12 to one, just get smoked where you just like, yeah, they're better than us. Then, then when you lose a game, like yeah. you did on Saturday and then, you know, you lose a game like you did on Sunday where it's just, again, it's right there and, and they're a good team and, and all of that, but you yeah. guys are right there with them. And, and like I said, I, I thought to myself, it had to just kind of be maddening to experience was, that. Yeah. A little bit. It just sucks the life out of you, especially once it's over and you know, like, all right, there's the game is over. There's, we have no more hope. We just lost the weekend. It's like, Oh my gosh, like we are this close. And I don't know what, what it is besides like we just need to do better and and I don't think we played bad this weekend you know I think overall we played pretty well and Saturday I think they beat us on Saturday I feel like you know they actually played better Sunday we had too many opportunities to where we just didn't get it done I feel like there were you know if we could just change some of the some of the at-bats we had then it'd be a totally different game but I guess it is what it is it looks like it was a fun atmosphere. You guys have played in a couple of really cool atmospheres the last couple of weeks against Mississippi State and Oxford and then against Arkansas and Fayetteville where there's a lot of people there and people are pretty into the games, which I'm thinking that part of it has to be pretty fun, huh? Oh, that's always fun, and, and that's why everybody wants to play in the SEC is to be able to do that. And I remember uh, that's that was – Arkansas was my one road trip that I was really, really excited about because um, I'd already been to Mississippi State and I knew their atmosphere, and then, and then Arkansas's atmosphere is – unbelievable as well and I thought it was gonna be really fun and it was it was a good time um their fans were were doing great out there they were <laughs> giving us a lot of crap which is fun and all but um yeah I love it I think it makes the games even more fun like it makes you want to win even just a little bit more just because some old redneck up there is, is yelling at me to do whatever so yeah I love it it's fun what was what was the best uh what was the best crap you heard out, the of, go -to out of the, the go-to for everybody that comes at me is is something along the lines of make a TikTok, and it it blows my mind because <laughs> I don't even post that much on my TikTok. Like I'm not the TikTok guy on our team, but for whatever reason, get back in the dugout, make another TikTok, just something dumb, you know. Yeah. I'm like, do say something else. Tell me I'm short or something. Like I don't, that's not even true what you're saying. So I don't know. They were messing with a lot of people. It was fun. I love it. I really do. What was the best, not even at you, but at somebody else that you heard? Uh, I forgot. Okay, so I got hit um, on one of my at-bats, and I didn't know this happened, uh, but somebody told me later. I got hit, and I went down, and, and something, somebody yelled at Coach B, you know, Pinko, you know, what happened or something like that? And he just turns around and looks at him and goes, he got hit. You go to first whenever you do that. <laughs> or something like that like you could tell he obviously wanted to say way more and he can't obviously yeah. but it was just funny because it was so sarcastic like you know you get to go to first after that happens so it was a lot of fun and uh but yeah um it was a good time so funny. so obviously you guys have three weekends left you've you pretty much exhausted your margin for error at this point um what what is the what is the mood like in, inside the locker room before um, practice that I mean, we've been saying it for a while now and but now it is true true like we have to win basically seven of our next nine games um and it is what it is i mean i don't think anyone's given up yet it's just it's gonna be you know it's crunch time there's no there's no room for error now we gotta have to um we have some hope i think just from 
um, a couple of the teams that we got playing and, and we feel good about it. And um, I, like I said earlier, like, I don't think we're playing bad and, and, you know, I still think we're definitely capable of doing it. Um, we get to play at home this weekend, which is nice. And, and uh, I mean, it is what it is. I don't, nobody's panicked. It's, it's just, is like it, we had normal practice. Coach B didn't talk about, hey, all of a sudden, you know, we got to tighten up. I mean, we did the same exact practice that we've been doing, and, you know, you got to keep going. Is it a little bit of a confidence builder? A little bit? I mean, obviously, like you said, you got to win at least six and maybe seven, and it's got to, you know, maybe do something in Hoover and, and stuff. But yeah. does it give you some confidence that Delusia has been as good as he's been on, quote, Friday or Thursday, whatever it is? And yeah. then also, you know, you're starting to get pretty quality outings out of Elliot and, and, mm -hmm. Derek was pretty good the last yeah. couple of weeks, maybe, you know, maybe ran out of gas a little bit, but you know, you've gotten some, some decent bullpen outings. I mean, again, that's a, that's a good Arkansas team. I don't know that it's a great Arkansas team, but it's a good Arkansas team. And, and you guys were in those games in terms of uh, handling their pitching and your, your pitchers. Does it give you just a little bit of, Hey, we're right there as opposed to yeah. I mean, obviously on game day, you'd rather just get smoked than lose four to three where you're just wanting to pull your hair out. But when you look at it, big picture, you're like we're, we are right there. Maybe th some things are going well, or is that, is that too sunshiny? Um, I think for sure they give us a lot of hope. I mean, Delusia has been unbelievable. Um, and yeah, same with Hunter and really all of our pitchers. It's um, I think we looked a lot better as a whole this week, last past weekend. And, and, um, yeah, I mean, I think for sure in our minds, and and I don't know if this is necessarily the best thing to say, but it's like, okay, Friday, Friday we've got. We've got for sure Friday. And if you look at it, it's just over the whole year, Saturday is our worst day. Um, for whatever reason, even sometimes it's hitting, sometimes it's pitching. It's just, but if we can get Friday, we're going to, or we are going to get Friday. And if we can get Saturday, we for sure win the weekend. And that's the biggest thing. If we could sweep, it's obviously really nice. Um but yeah, I, I think that gives us a lot of confidence for sure. What was your uh, when you when you're traveling up to Fayetteville? How do you how do you pass the time? I know I asked you about this on buses and stuff. You, you guys flew up there though, right? No, no, we drove six hours. Oh, so you did the bus? Okay, oh, yeah. how'd you pass the time? I as weird as it sounds, I would rather take six hours on a bus than than two hours on a on a plane. Um, some people would definitely disagree with me, but I love it. It's like the one time we get a we all get to hang out. We're forced to hang out you know, as a team and there's people up at the front that had their headphones in and never say a word or they're sleeping. Um, but our bus is kind of sectioned off into certain spots. There's like, of course, the very front is the coaches and whoever's right next to the coaches does not care to, you know, they're not scared. They're going to be right there in the front. They're going to put their headphones in and shut up and just sit there and listen to music or sleep, or whatever. And then the middle of the bus is always where we play uh, a game of it's called mafia. And it's just really a fun game. You kind of, there's no cards involved or anything, but there's, it gets, it just gets hectic and it's a lot of fun. They're screaming and stuff. And then very back of the bus is where the, the cards happen. And so it just depends on what your mood is and where you want to be. That's where you'll be in the bus. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love it. And then, you know, there's obviously a uh, rebel idol for all the freshmen, their first trips up and stuff like that. And we do a lot of fun stuff to pass the time. It's, it's, I love it. I think road trips are a lot of fun. Yeah, I would think so. I think that would be one of the kind of one of the perks really of, yeah, yeah you know, you get to hang out with your buddies. That's that's, exactly. a, that's a cool thing. And even like some guys that I wouldn't necessarily hang out with that much outside of um, the baseball field, you, you get to actually hang out with them. And it's fun. I love it. You get to kind yeah. of get to not meet new people, but really get to know your team. Yeah, sure. Fun. Yeah. Spend some more time talking about, yeah, going more in depth with guys than you normally would. Yeah. And with. I've had like a different roommate for 
almost every single road trip, which is kind of cool too, because I'm always getting to yeah learn more about everybody. It's fun. Do you get to get out and go out in the towns and stuff, or are you guys is everything pretty catered in, or how does that work? For the most part, we're stuck in. The only time that we have available is like for this weekend, we had two late games Friday, Saturday. So Friday morning, we'll go hit at like nine or something, nine to 1030. And then we'll come back. And from 11 to two, we have free time to where you can do whatever you want. And then two o'clock is team meal. And I've said it before, like once team meal hits, it's boom, 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 boom. We've got stuff booked up until the game, but so you get a couple hours there and then maybe some time after the game, if, if it doesn't run too late, like an hour at most, but um, it's always fun. Like we got 30 minutes, we all run into somebody's room. We're playing cards for 30 minutes and then we got to run out of there and make yeah. sure we get back before room check. And it's a lot of fun. It is. Um, what was I going to ask you? There was something else I was going to ask you about just kind of the, I, I guess the C. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it is. We've talked about baseball etiquette throughout the year. I'm so proud of myself for remembering this, Peyton, because I was yeah. going to be mad at myself if I'd forgotten. <laughs> what would your reaction be if hypothetically your guy hit a home run and he did a little bat flip and the <laughs> bat happened to bounce yeah. over to the visiting dugout or the home dugout in this case, and the coach for that team tosses the bat into your group as you guys are celebrating this yeah. hypothetical home run. If that were to happen to your team, what do you think the reaction would be? See, that's tough because <laughs> I haven't seen um, the full video to where I don't know, like what, um, where the bat went, what was said afterwards or anything like that. But I, if I had to take a guess, I don't even know if we would be able to handle it. Like I think coach B would come out there and try to handle it himself. Um, cause if it's a coach doing it, it it's kind of different. And I get it from both sides. Cause but, you don't want, you don't want the bat coming into the dugout or really close. And I don't know what happened if he threw it into the dugout or what, but let's but. talk about Tennessee for a minute, right? Because <laughs> They're really good. They're really good. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're, you're in a league and you know how hard it is to win in this league and they're 19 and two and 19 yeah. and two is 19 and two and tip your hat. Right but they talk a lot and they, yeah. they, they celebrate a lot and they bat flip a lot and they do the little one finger on the plate thing. When you do that stuff, don't you have to then be prepared yeah. to take it? Yeah. It's tough. Like that's where you say you have to try to find the line of like, cause I understand is where I understand from both sides. Cause if the bat was purposely thrown like at their dugout or something like the bat flip was, you know, really towards them. I get it. Cause in a way, even though Tennessee is bat flipping, they are doing the the dumb touch to the home plate with one finger. They're celebrating and stuff. Like whenever we played them, there wasn't a lot of player to player conflicts. Now there was a dude that was yelling at our fans and stuff like that. But even then, like it's they're not necessarily doing it at us. Like you know. Okay, that was my next question. So, so that's where I say I get both sides where obviously if you're going to do it, you got to be able to take it too. Like there's no way you can have it just one way, but it's, it's a hard line to try to, you know, figure out where, where, where to cross and not. So people say that this is good for the sport because you need, you need an evil component, right? You need a bad guy. You need a foil. Do you buy that at all? Or, or. Um, to a certain degree, like I, whenever we were playing them, I was excited to play them. I was, I wanted to, you know, 
feel that intensity and, and, and stuff. Um, I don't think it's necessarily good for the actual game. Um, I think it's good. They're going to get a lot of clout and, and people right now that are eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 age, they're looking at Tennessee saying, this is the coolest school ever. We're allowed to wear daddy hats and, and a, a jacket after we hit a home run. But I think as you get older, I don't know, maybe I have a different take on it. I kind of have a little bit more of an old school view on baseball, but, but I don't know. I don't, I can't really even say that much. They're 19 and two. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. If, if someone were doing that on my team, the whole touching the, yeah finger and all that stuff i would be afraid i think and afraid's not the right word i would be thinking in my mind you know someone's got to pay for all this and i that might be me in the in the batter's box and you know a lot of college pitchers have control and some college pitchers don't and a lot of dudes throw hard like in your series in arkansas you guys had a guy and arkansas had a guy that touched 100 yeah you know brandon johnson hit 100 and um the sun, the sun, oh, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, Wiggins hit yeah, Wiggins, 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 yeah. the Sunday starter. He hit a hundred once and he was in the high nineties pretty consistently. So was Brandon, mm-hmm. you know, one of those gets away. You can do yeah. See, that's, that's kind of my thing. Like if you're going to be able to do that, you have, you cannot be mad. Like if, if you really, really backflip it, make it super noticeable and disrespectful, you cannot be mad if our pitcher comes up there and throws at you. Like, now, still, even this is baseball so dumb with all these like unwritten rules and stuff because. But they're there, though. They're they're. I know. But the rules, like, whether they're dumb or not, and I agree with you, they are kind of insane. Yeah. You sort of know those are the rules. Yeah. Someone's gonna pay for all that stuff. I shouldn't say it's dumb because I I understand them and I like the rules, but like even with beaming a player, it's known you don't throw at their head. Either way, if you're yeah. gonna throw at, if you're gonna throw at me. Throw at me from my shoulder down or, or my chest down or something like that. Hit me in the butt. Or, yeah, I'm still going to be pissed, but don't ruin my career. So it goes both ways. We're like, if you're going to be able to, if you're going to pimp homers, do all that dumb stuff, you got to be able to take it too. So yeah, I, I just, I mean, here's how it's done. If you were to take three or four females who are all intelligent and say, okay, so here's how these rules work. Yeah, right. <laughs> they would look at you at some point and go, that is so stupid. <laughs> He could get hurt. Someone, could, I mean, and, and, and you know what? They're right. I mean, yeah. but it, in the in the heat of the moment, yeah, all that stuff kind of goes out the window. It's like if a team is is kind of buttoned up and they sort of play the game that way. Typically, the other team sort of respects that and kind of does it too. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's my observation. You know, like if if you're playing Team X and Team X just kind of plays baseball, they just play. They don't do all that stuff. They don't. They hit a home run, but they put the bat down and they run the bases at the proper yeah. speed and they touch the plate and they celebrate with their teammates. They don't talk trash. You typically are going to say, you know, I want to beat them, but I respect the way they play. Yeah. As the game changes and people start doing crazy stuff, you start saying, hey, you're kind of violating the rules. And at that point, you you push back a little bit. And I keep waiting. I keep waiting for some team to play them and go, you know what? this might be a day that we just sort of sacrifice the whole deal, but this is about to get ugly. I keep thinking that's going to happen and it hasn't yet. I kind of thought it was going to happen Sunday, but Auburn's in a position where they're still playing for something. Like I kind of wonder if like even Kentucky this weekend, if they lose a couple and they're kind of pissed by Sunday, if they go, you know, or, or I guess Saturday, because I think that series starts on Thursday. 
if Kentucky goes, you know what, screw it. We're going to, yeah, we're going to sort of, of, we're going to sort of go at you today. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. Like, no, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying throw at their head or do anything, but it, my take on it, I'm not saying you should throw a punch. I'm not saying you should go out there and fight. But if you are, like, you better make sure it's worth it. Like, don't, don't, you know, yeah. do the whole, just get up in your, each other's face and then nothing happens. Like, if we're going to make it a big deal, then it needs to be a big deal. So, I don't know. Yeah, for some reason, I, I have this gut feeling that it's a matter of time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I, maybe it's because I'm cheering. <laughs> but for- also, like, what are you going to say whenever they're up 11 to 2? You know, like... Uh, it's hard to, I don't know. For me, it's if you're beating us that bad, then hats off to you. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be hard for me to get. Like I feel like at that point, you're only getting mad because you're getting whooped. You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. I know you got stuff to do. Good luck this weekend against uh, Missouri. And uh, as always, thanks for uh, thanks for the time. Don't forget uh, the Rogue forty four fifty I fifty five North in Jackson. The Rogue.com. The Collegiate Collection is out. Buy any two items from the Collegiate Collection and get twenty percent off your uh, purchase. Peyton, thanks for the time. Thank you. Had a blast. Talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.